it ended up going to number one on the whole of Amazon. Like, not just not number one in its category, like number one on the whole of Amazon. Like, the whole thing was terrible, but we just stuck it on Amazon and it sold, like not many, but some. If like the making your first money online from providing a service was the first kind of aha moment, then that was the second one. Like, wow, you don't even have to like be there doing something, it just happens. So again, on that, on that, on that year of self-discovery, you started writing books, right? Yeah. Can you explain why you, why you even wanted to do that and how that journey has kind of gone on? I think you're on your eighth book now. Yeah. So to start with, if this was from, I was ill in my like writing press releases for $4 stage and I read a um, blog post about how you could self-publish through Amazon they'll just kind of like print it on demand when someone orders one and you could make money. It's like, this is great. Like yeah, this way I could write something and earn from it without having to like be there every day churning it out. Um, and so this is around the time of the 2012 Olympics in London. We were away at the time, but me and my wife decided to write a book of Olympics facts because people will probably be searching for this right now. And so we just like sort of like scraped the first page of Google for like the crappiest facts about stuff you could imagine stuck it into a book i designed a cover designed like it was just oh, i was so bad like, the whole thing was terrible but we just stuck it on amazon and it sold like not many but some and and that was like a, that if like the making your first money online from providing a service was the first kind of aha moment then that was the second one it's like wow you don't even have to like be there doing something it just happens after the fact um, so we did it originally for that reason. Um, then I started writing a book about um, property, which was, I think about half of it was like made up of blog posts I'd already written. So I was just repurposing it and then added to that. And that actually made sense because by that point, we'd just started the podcast. And so I had kind of an audience to promote it to. Um, and it went from there. And Again, I think I was sort of like borrowing lots of ideas that were mainstream in other things at the time, like having a, having a book, uh, like the guy who founded ConvertKit, Nathan Barry, he was like one of the pioneers of this. Like you'd have like three different packages. You'd have the book or the book plus these videos or the book plus something else. So I did that and actually made like quite decent revenue by selling because uh, there were podcast listeners who wanted more than just mm -hmm. the book. Yeah. So again, it's doing that. It's like that impulse purchase. Yeah. Um, and so from... Then I think it was the third or fourth book I did, which is still about property at that time. Um, it just really connected and it still sells really, really well to this day. How many, how many copies a year are you selling of these things? Um, how many? It'll be over, over 12,000, but I don't know the exact number. Yeah. And what's unbelievable is essentially you, these first books you're writing, you're, you're just learning as you go, right? So... There's a big lesson in there. You don't need to be an expert. What is what is the approach if you want to write a book? You're you don't feel like you've got the right to write a book. You know, you're not a professor at a university who's been studying this thing for tens of years. In a way, that's probably um, a massive advantage because the majority of people who want to read a book about property investing uh, are going to be in the same situation as you, right? Yeah, I think it's a huge advantage to being a couple of steps ahead of your audience and know because you can remember what it's like to not know that stuff and you it's just also fresh and i think there are certainly drawbacks like there are still kind of like there are like so many layers that you only appreciate over time and so i'm sure i could write a i could definitely write a better book today than my first one 
And they're probably things that my first one that like, I was sort of presenting something as this is the way. And actually, it's not the way. There's more, it's more complicated than that. But there's a lot to be said from just having something that's really simple, inspirational, easy to understand going, this is it. And so, uh, so many people with experience, they can't remember what it's like to not know. And often they just overcomplicate everything. I find myself doing it now. You kind of overcomplicate stuff, don't know how to communicate. So you can do it early. And I think, I think it's okay as long as you're not holding, out, holding yourself out to be anything that you're not, yeah. then people can decide for themselves. How do you then, how do you build up from self-publishing to <laughs> landing a book deal? Do they just spot you and say, Rob, we're the biggest publisher in the world. We'd like to publish your books now. Not far off. Um, I sort of the, it happened because it happened because of the podcast audience and the mailing list and all those things that we built up. So I, I, this is my first like non-property book. So it's about this, the economy and how things got to be the way they are and explaining everything. Uh, which again, I just started writing for myself. Um, and because I sort of pushed it through the podcast and the mailing list and everything else, it ended up going to number one on the whole of Amazon, not just not number one in its category, like number one on the whole of Amazon. And so all these publishers were looking at it. Now. Who is this guy? <laughs> like probably annoyed that it was above whatever they wanted to be number one. And so I just started getting these random emails. Um, and I'm just, I'm just normally in the habit of just like deleting stuff really quickly. So I'm deleting, deleting, and I nearly deleted it. I was like, well, hang on, Penguin. And um, so I read it um, and it was just someone getting in touch and saying, we really like your book. And so I had no plans to traditionally publish because self-publishing make a lot more money and you've got control. Um, but well, not everyone gets a chance to do this. And so um, in the end, through a friend, I got put in touch with an agent she took me on, she shopped it around and played the publishers off against each other and did end up going to Penguin in the end, um, but with a better deal than I would have got if I just said yes to that email. So that's basically the power of having an owned audience, right? The email list, the podcast, all these people are interested in following you. Massively. It's just crazy. Like they, And you see it, like, you, you see, like, celebrities will, like, like, proper, like, TV celebrities will bring out books and they won't do that well or they'll get a few reviews, but not really many. But, but if you've got an audience that you've built over time, and they really buy into you, then you can get like hundreds of reviews, not like genuine ones, mm -hmm. but, and, and stuff, but because you've got like, you've got nowhere near the level of fame, but because you've been interacting with this audience and these mediums that you own every week, it's completely different. I don't know how much you can say, but what's what, what, what's the mechanics of a book deal as well do you get an upfront fee versus and then a cut of the sales yeah you get um you get an advance which gets paid out in stages so you get some when you sign some when you deliver and some when it gets published i think um and it's basically you, you try to get the maximum advance that you can and if then you have to kind of like earn that out from sales so let's say that you end up getting a pound a book so every book you sell it kind of you're paying back effectively that advance and then eventually you hope that you actually earn it out and so you've paid back the advance and then you get sort of the rest of the royalties from that point on but i reckon it's you you get something like five times more per book when you're self-publishing that's so insane it's a big difference it's huge yeah that is insane and are you self-publishing just to Amazon? Uh, yeah. So I think you can sort of technically manage to get into some other places, but it's really hard. So it's basically just Amazon. So Amazon is, like, I don't know what percentage of the market, somewhere between 80 and 90 maybe. 
So you're covering off the big one. And when you're with a proper publisher, you're in Waterstones and all the rest of it, which makes some difference, but I'm yet to kind of find out how much. 